Hey everyone, welcome to DarkCast Interviews. I'm your host, Jonathan Miley. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to talk just a little bit. Um, I've done a very poor job of getting podcasts out onto iTunes and Spotify and wherever else podcasts are found. Um, I've done a very poor job lately, and I don't have a great excuse it's just everything going on right now. Um, it, I, I don't know. I feel, <laughs> I feel kind of overwhelmed. Um, there's so much going on in the world right now, and so much of it is terrible. And yeah, I, I, I want to apologize for not getting these podcasts out on time. Uh, when these were recorded, I said that they would be out in a week or so, and it's been uh, more than a month. And so apologies to Mr. Samuel Tucker Young, who I had a great conversation with. Um, but I don't know. I just wanted to say I'm having a hard time coping with everything that's going on. I don't want anybody to pat me on the back. But I want you to know that if you're having a hard time with everything going on, you're not alone. And that's that's all. Um, otherwise, normal intro. Um, Darkcast Interviews is a long-form interview podcast where normally we talk to game creators about who they are and their work behind the scenes, as well as, obviously, their recent or upcoming video games. This episode is part of a mini-series here on DCI where we talk to video game streamers instead of developers. Um, and in this first episode, I talked with Samuel Tucker Young, who is a variety streamer, musician, and writer. Uh, you can find links to all kinds of stuff that he has done, uh, including music on SoundCloud or links to his Twitch and Twitter. All of that is in the show notes for this episode, which you can find on darkstation.com. There you can also find the original Darkcast as well as other video game reviews, previews, and features. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at darkstation underscore com, find us on Facebook, check us out on YouTube, and email us at podcast at darkstation.com. As always, thank you so much for listening. Be good to each other. Everybody and welcome back to Darkcast Interviews. I'm Jonathan Miley. Joining me today is a very different person than I'm used to interviewing, and I think it's going to be super exciting. We're going to see what happens. This may go off the walls, crazy, nuts, but you know, we'll we'll find out. Uh, joining me today is Samuel Tucker Young. Sam, how are you doing today? I am doing wonderful. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so I'm glad to have you on the show. Uh, recently, I, I guess. Um, 
one of the, I don't know if you work with multiple uh, PR partners, but one of the the people that we usually talk to, yeah, as far as getting uh, preview codes for games or review codes or mm-hmm. you know getting interviews like this set up, they reached out to us and were like, "Hey, we have some streamers. Do you want to talk right. to them?" And I was like, "I like talking to people, so yeah. sure." Let's go content. Uh, so, uh, exactly. So you are not a game developer, but you are a streamer of yes. uh, the video games that uh, I the am, kids play I am. these days. So, that is one of the things that I do, for sure. Yeah. Um, so usually I, I like to talk about, you know, what the, the studio is like and how long a studio has been around and stuff like that, but... You're just you, man. So what? I am. I am that studio. I mean, honestly, I feel like you could tailor this in kind of the, the entire conversation to asking me those questions, but person, right? Because <laughs> right, yeah. there are days for streamers, especially like content creators, you know, you, you run this podcast where you are your studio. I mean, you have to do all your own recording, whether it's a live format, whether it's behind the scenes, whatever it is, you have to push out all that content in the first place. Ask away. Grill me. <laughs> so I guess, first of all, like, okay. Uh, I'm gonna be upfront. Yeah, I don't really watch streamers uh, because right. I don't understand streaming culture. I don't particularly okay. like to watch other people play video games. For sure, because I could just play those video games. I understand um, that. So I get that. What feel. What is going on with streaming? What do you do? What What? I just explain it to me. I don't I don't know what's happening here. Okay, I'm gonna give you my. Not why you should watch Twitch, but it, I'm going to give you my spiel for people because I meet people who are like, I don't want to watch video games, whether it's people who don't play video games at all or uh, people who do play video games. are like, I'm not really into that. Right. Sure. So for me personally, I'm actually a music streamer. First and foremost, mm. I when I first started streaming at the very, very end of 2016, I was playing some games, Bloodborne to like zero people. And then one day uh, on Twitch, they have this category for IRL for like live streaming, right? Sure. I was like packing for a wedding and I had the camera on and I was streaming to like, I was like talking to my brother and like a friend from work. And then someone randomly came in and saw a guitar in the background and was like, Hey, you play guitar? And I was like, hello, stranger. This is my, <laughs> this is my bedroom. Uh, I do. And they were like, play, play a song. And I was like, that's a thing. And I, I started playing music and, one person within a month turned into 10, turned into 20, and three years later, here I am. Like, I um, I have a full studio. I have always done music. I do all my own music. I do all my own recording and engineering uh, in the same place that I stream from. And, like, I it, it has become one of my favorite things, honestly, to, like, play for a live audience of 100 people or sitting there live talking back and forth. And you, like, cre- get to create this community with people. And uh, it, it's amazing. Um, on the streaming thing, so I always grew up playing video games with my family. I have like a couple of brothers and sisters, and my dad is a huge nerd too. So we always played games together, mm-hmm. right? Like we had PS2, a uh, PS1, uh, we had a PS2, and we'd be playing Chrono Cross, and we would all play, but one person would pilot. You know what I'm saying? Sure, like sure. like couch stuff. So like oh, yeah. it was never it was never that weird for me. Um, I feel like a lot of people watch streams too for for esports stuff, right? Like sure. Um, that's also something I I don't understand. (laughs) I mean, I'm an old man when it comes to video games. I just, we're we're probably around the, we're probably around the same age. Like I get it. Like for me, it was smash brothers. Like I Mm. love smash brothers more than anything. And I was watching other people play it at a level that like, 
I could see I was the uh, I was the high school basketball player and I was watching LeBron James play this game like because gotcha. that's what it feels sure, like sure. a little you know what yeah. I mean like I always tell people like I don't know people watch darts on TV <laughs> what's the difference between that's, that and League of Legends that is like, true that is like, true. Ah. There's, there's like, you know, darts and like Texas Hold'em and stuff like yes, that where I, you just I watch super Texas intense uh yeah, yeah so yeah one no, of my favorite streamers in 2014 uh run it up is a poker streamer i used to watch yeah. his streams religiously like there's there's a lot of cool content on twitch and that's not even to get into like the, the arts of it right like there's so many music streamers now and art streamers and people who are like comic book artists who live stream their process and that is so interesting to see sure and then, of course, I mean, just a, a couple of weeks ago, there was the live reveal of the Assassin's Creed game, where it was like eight right. hours of yeah. uh, somebody <laughs> drawing the the reveal art for Assassin's yeah. Creed, yeah. which yeah, is they're, nuts. They're, they're getting into really cool territory. There's so much to do in the space. I feel yeah. like I, I I love uh, curated content that's recorded and edited too. Like I have a film background. Like that's why I've I've been in LA for like twelve years, and that's why I came here. I have like my film degree. I came here and then music was always just a hobby that I found a, a life for because of Twitch. It's such a random, uh, uh, uh like, uh, process, you know, like a hero's journey, I guess sure. I just call myself maybe a villain. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we have to find your villain. Uh, definitely, yeah. Oh, definitely. cool. Um, uh, Mumford and Sons. I already that's... found them. <laughs> Good to know. Um, Nice. Well, so I was going to ask you uh, what you went to school for, if you went for music or um, how that all kind of worked out was, so what, four years ago you were streaming um, not to much of an audience. Was that just something you were doing in your your spare time? And what, what yeah. was your day-to-day -day like at that point? So I was, I've been in LA for about 12 years now and I got my degree in film from a school called Full Sail and then I moved to LA in 2008 and been working in TV, film, all the above ever since. I worked on South Park for a year and a half as a production assistant. That was like a claim to fame for me. Like I got to tell people when they asked like, hey, what do you do? I was like, I, I work on this show. It's called South Park. Have you ever heard of it? They're like, what? I'm like, that's God, no, it's insane. I don't know why I'm there. It's crazy. But like, I was, I was a production assistant on there. And then I've always played music. I like the thing that I want, um, all the other, all the other jobs, right. They're, they're to make rent more or less. And the work and work in the industry I was very excited about. And my dream overall was to like make my own art and make rent off of it. I don't yeah. care if that's, a film of mine, a book of mine, a song of mine. Like if I can make rent off of a thing that excites me, that fulfills me to make the thing, that would be the dream. That's that's the dream. So I was play. I, I and again, I've always loved video games. I've been playing games since I was a child. Like I played the 2D Duke Nukem. That was like the first game Ooh. that I ever played because my dad's a computer programmer. Okay. So I was always around computers since a super young age. Um, like I played that Duke Nukem game and I played Civ One. Like all the time when I was a child, which like yeah, and then I found uh, uh, Super Nintendos and was obsessed from from there on out. And like I, I always watch streams. I was on a shoot with a friend. We were uh, we were on the camera department, and I was like watching a stream as I was setting something up. And he was just like, "Dude, you should do that. Why don't you do that?" And I was like, 
what are you talking about? And he's like, you can stream. And I was like, I, me? I can't. I'm not. What am I going to do? And he's like, I don't know. Just just go do it. You're funny. I was like, that's dumb. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and then at some point, I was just kind of bored. And I was playing a game. And I was like, you know, this is for me. But at the same time, if I turn the camera on, what's really the difference for me? Like, I like, I like being on camera. And I just started streaming, you know? Yeah. And then, like, the, the story from before, it, it turned into music at some point. And then I had people requesting originals, which was, like, the just the most bonkers thing. I played in so many bands throughout the last 10 years here in L.A. that, like, playing bars to zero people or, like, 100 people who don't care, who are not there for you, right? Like, right. And, and, like, having one person be like, hey, can you play Old Soul? And I was just like, yeah, yes, I can. <laughs> I really can. Of course, don't play it again. Like, it's, it's, a, it's such a wild feeling. Whether or not their face is there or not, like, it, it's almost more personal because uh, much with most online stuff, like, just it, there's a lot more video chatting now, but, like, um. I always grew up with friends over the internet and like having a friend be like, Hey man, can you play this song? I really need to hear this today because I'm going through this. Like it's, it's, it's wild. It's, it's such a cool, it's such a cool experience. Yeah, that is cool. So, um, you've produced like one full album and some yes. other EPs and stuff like that. Is that right? From looking at have, your, your SoundCloud. I produced my first album came out in 2012. Okay. Uh, it's called Timberwolf. It's like indie folk music. I've produced, uh, so basically, I've written a second album. I have like 30 unreleased demos. I've never actually released anything else outside of a couple of singles. Okay. My latest one just came out. Yeah, demos on my own. is what I meant, not EP. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I have tons of demos yeah. that I've like put out, and I've started releasing demos through Twitch. Like when I write a song. I can do the full recording of it in a day at this point. Like I have the process pretty streamlined sure. and for the first 12 months uh, or like for like a, a 12 month period, every time I did that, I gave it to my Twitch people. Like you had to be a Twitch sub, but if you're a Twitch sub it's with Twitch prime free, whatever it is, or, uh, or five bucks, um, you get a free song. Like that's not all streamers offer other stuff. But that was something that I was really enthused about. So like I have like, 12 demos that are like the very day one versions of songs that only my twitch subs get that are all being re-recorded for my second album hopefully okay. coming out this year nice. um yeah, yeah yeah i do i i <laughs> i love creating creating is my favorite thing like bar none and um it's it's so crazy that like twitch i don't know it's given like an actual platform for that it's sure it's it's wild to me so kind of looking at at the way the world is today specifically right. with everything that's going on uh right. covid-19 and everything um one how are you doing uh as far as life goes and wellness and and all that kind of good stuff are are you you doing good <laughs> I'm okay I'm okay it's the the streamer space I was looking at some numbers I like I think it's really healthy not not always to look at a bunch of numbers but the streamer space has blown up in the mm -hmm. past couple of months. Sure. I think Twitch has almost double the viewership that wow. it did a couple months ago. And um, yeah, it's, and it makes sense. There's more people staying inside, right? And for my one of my specific industries, the music industry, all of our concerts just got canceled. So if you had a show coming up from Coachella, it doesn't matter what it is, uh, your job is gone. Everybody's out of a job, right, in, in some capacity. So they needed to find a new space and they have come to Twitch 
and a lot of them have come to Twitch. Like that, like Amazon Music is about to have a festival for their for their people. I guess they have people signed to them or something. Okay. Like like I, I was watching through the category um, now today. If you were to go on Twitch, the, at the top it says browse, search esports music, which is it is mind blowing to me that that is on there now. Like it is one of their like premier categories because like. It's something I've seen for years and friends of mine have seen for years because there is a thriving music community on Twitch of a bunch of streamers who we've all gotten together over the past couple of years. Um, I met a bunch of Euro European streamers uh, in 2018. We had a big charity event in the Netherlands and me and two of my best friends who are also music streamers who are phenomenal, Raquel Lilly and Megan Linius. We all traveled together. We played a show in London and like all of this is because we met on Twitch and then we tell our Twitch people uh, our community, right? Like, hey, we're trying to play the show in London. Is anyone there? And we, there are actually people there because Twitch is worldwide. It's right. insane. Yeah. I still don't understand how this is kind of happening. It's sure. kind of like a dream, you yeah. know? Like, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll play a show in London, I guess. This is this is cool. <laughs> nice. So have you, yeah. have you been able to basically just set up concerts through Twitch in a yeah. way? For, Abs that's, absolutely. That's, that's awesome. Absolutely. Some of them, yeah. I've I, I, a couple of the ones in LA too. Like the the it's I can like tell when I make a Twitch joke now on stage who's who's my Twitch people because they're like ah and I'm like ah my Twitch people oh my friends from ten years ago <laughs> oh oh you just like Timberwolf I'm like ah my Twitch people and they have like a very special place in my heart because I also with how much you're like Twitch streaming is and especially like live streaming you you really do have to do it all the time a lot of the time like it it there's a constant pressure to stay relevant and to click the stream button again and like I I don't coach to do it like 5 to 7 days a week or 6 7 days a week but it can also get that place where this is what I'm doing if I want to make money I have to hit the go button right so sure. look we got to live stream again and like going back to the to the covid thing like I'm doing I'm doing pretty good overall because I was already kind of like social distancing whether I knew it or not <laughs> because I'm a streamer and I work from home. Any right. of my side gigs are editing gigs at this point, which I do from home. So I was very, very, very lucky to be in that space. But the thing that that is the, the craziest to me on day one, day two, in the first week, my community and all the people in my Twitch channel and my Discord that I run um, everybody was asking the same question. Everybody was like, Hey, are you okay? Hey, how's everyone doing? Does anyone need anything? Everyone like I, I will in real time. So all these people like come together and there's a lot of darkness out there. Right. And like, it was, sure. it was a little light. It really was. I was very floored with the community that has been built and I don't have all the credit for that at all. I mean, it's been three years and like the, the, they find themselves too. And it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Nice. So uh, you kind of answered it. My, my question was going to be after that, kind of how have things changed for you? Like what, what was life like before, um, I guess, the last four or five months? Right. For me, I got somehow I got more busy. I really don't know how. <laughs> and I, I really do think it's a sign of the times, though, because people are looking for – um, whether it's an inter from the entertainment industry to the music industry, which I like have my toes in a little bit on both sides – uh, and I want to funnel all of those things like through my channel, right? Like they're looking for a platform now. Well, okay, well, I can't go to a set filled with 200 people. How do I still do a job in some capacity? And more people are looking at Twitch and the streaming space than ever before. 
and um it's 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 very i never thought it would be like this i really didn't like i always hoped that twitch would care about music and it seems like they finally do overall like and i'm not talking about like the people who have fought for us because there's people behind the scenes working who have fought for twitch music right like the but as a whole we're not their focus we're not video games right and that i understand how the platform works um but it seems like that may be shifting a little bit and it's it's wild yeah that is that is pretty crazy uh, mentioning some other uh, musicians that you've you've worked with, uh, just for my own personal curiosity, have you ever worked with or met uh, Maluka? Maluka, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't think so. Do you know is who that, that is? Uh, no, I okay. do not. Um, did you play Skyrim back when it Absolutely. came out? Do you remember somebody doing like a, a folksy cover yeah, of? Yeah, yeah. I just googled uh, it. Yeah, so I. I don't care anything about Skyrim. I played that game for like 10 hours and I was like, this is actually a really terrible game. Wait, I don't know why. Can people I ask like you a it. question? Sure. What's your favorite game of all time? My favorite like, game if you of had all to time? Say one. Yeah. Mass Effect 1. Okay. 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 I need, yeah. you know what I mean? Okay. What's your second favorite game? I need to see a little, give me, give me the umbrella. Okay. Like, tastes real quick. Second favorite game of all time. Uh, so I. I look at favorites and like objectively best as being two different things. Same. Um, so the room is one of my favorite movies of all time. It okay, is easily sure, the worst sure. movie ever. <laughs> um, so somewhere in number two or close to number two would be the Witcher two. Um, okay, cool. I think the Witcher three is technically better, but I played the Witcher two like five times and I get I that. Just love it dearly. Um, Let's see. If we're going to go for number three, uh, let's say Sonic 2. Okay. All right. Yeah. I feel like we are the same coin but different sides. Your okay. Sonic is my Mario, right? Mario sure. 64 all day. Yeah. Uh, Mass Effect 1? Mass Effect 2 is like – there. I, I will never forget playing that game. I think the story, specifically the story and the characters, I will, they've always stuck with me. Yeah. That assassin guy, oof, so good. Uh, I was just one. I was just that one assassin. You can't even say his name. A uh, Thede? is that right? I haven't Thane. played it in ten years. Lord, Thane. Man, I haven't played it in you ten can't years. Say that's one of your favorite games. You're, the fact that I the got podcast. the fact that I got <laughs> the first two letters after ten years, I'm in. Then again, I can tell you Frog from Chrono Cross all, or Chrono Trigger all day. So like, but Chrono Trigger, I would say is like top three games of all time for me. Sure. Like easy. Sure, sure. So I, I get, it, I get, it, I get it. Cool. Awesome. But yeah, no, I've, I've never been a big uh, Bethesda fan i think their first person games are just not fun to play uh there can be a lot of other fun stuff about them but uh but anyway uh just randomly thought of that Mm -hmm. it for no real reason um Uh, maluka right she's uh she does some twitch streaming stuff i think she's on patreon i know she's on Bandcamp. that's where i usually purchase her new albums uh through there uh but uh i i remember she did a cover of Dragon Board Comes before right, right. Skyrim came out. And I was like, I want this game, even though I know I don't actually want to play it. Yeah. Because of, of this Because song. of this artist, like, doing this thing. Yeah. 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 I, I, I get it. It's, it's, it's kind of an awesome thing where people can blend that stuff. I actually sure. started – this is so random, and it's not in my talking points at all because – I just started it last week, but I haven't been this excited about something in a long time. Yeah. I am writing Animal Crossing the musical. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Speaking of putting music in games together, so I don't know if you're an Animal Crossing person <laughs> at all, I'm not, but no. I love I love Animal Crossing. It's it's just a fun sandbox thing, and sure. I've never I've never streamed it before, right? So I streamed the new one, and I started doing this bit where in my uh, streaming software OBS, I can like just put the game capture. And mm-hmm. then put black bars over it to make it look like a 2.35, like a movie. Okay. So sure. I'll go to that, do a close-up of the game capture, and then I started talking to things like it was an animated show. <laughs> and it has become so dark. So, I mean, I love Rick and Morty. And I love, oh, man, I love Adventure Time, too. And it's got such a flavor. I have a character voice. And then my island is basically ruled by the sunfish, which is one of the fish you can catch. Which, when you put it on the ground, it's just in a giant tin. Like, it's in a giant tub of water. And, like, its little face is out. And so I just started talking to it. And over over the past couple of months, people are like, how's the sunfish doing? And I'm like, you know what? I got to put this on YouTube. I got to put this up, right? I got to make this. But I don't want to just make the clips. What is the Samuel Tucker Young way? What is my way to put this out there? So I sat down. I wrote the first song in in this story, in uh, in the next couple of weeks, it's definitely going to be out. It's ridiculous. Wow, that is yeah. that is yeah. amazing. Yeah. That is good content creation. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel, right? The whole I want to make art, and make rent. Yeah. You know, not everything. I'm not trying to just be Picasso, right? Like sometimes your Animal Crossing musical dream, that's that's what the internet can offer you. There could be a legit uh, a world where that exists and. Uh, is feasible to like make rent off of yeah. that's crazy. well i mean we've we've seen uh have you seen the twitter videos by mary neely uh, uh i have not the uh, man uh, we apparently exist in yeah. different yeah. parts of the internet yeah um so there's a lady named mary neely on twitter and other places i think she has some uh vimeo videos where she's done like writing directing and acting mm-hmm. uh but she does these uh videos on twitter where she reenacts musicals from various musicals uh, and she's been doing a expansive one for the sound of music. So basically, right. you know, she's not working anywhere right now because theater yeah. and musicals and all that kind of stuff or nothing's happening. Oh, wow. Well, um, and yeah, she, she does one for Greece. She does one for Hamilton. She does one for Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. That's, um, that's she, she finished the first run of them with a three part video for the first song in Beauty and the Beast. And then now she's doing um, the sound of music, and so you talking about the musical just kind of made me think of that. Right, it's, right, right, right. Um, yeah, no, it's like if that can blow up, uh, then Animal Any- Crossing the musical can absolutely blow up. <laughs> it, in theory, anything can blow up on sure. the internet. Like sure. you never really know. I think that's one of the exciting things, kind of about like the space itself, like your creativity, your dream, what it is. Um, I'm not trying to like sell people's dream or anything, but like it, it could blow up. Uh, like you, that's I always feel like um, you really got to make for you, right? Like make things that excite you and that like that voice that you have for it, that genuine thing that you are really excited about. Someone else may latch onto it, and then a, one person may turn into a thousand, or a couple people watching your stream, and like you'd, you'd be real surprised. It's it's crazy what the internet offers to artists. Sure. And and the even crazier part is it might not hit now, but because the yeah. internet is forever, a couple yeah. of years from now, ten years from now, it could all of a sudden explode. Yeah. By the way, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that happens to bands all the time. Where like they yeah. released the song ten years ago, and then then it gets placement. 
because somebody's working and loves that song that works at music placement, and then, oh, now you're blowing up. Here you go, buddy. It's pretty cool. That is cool. That is very yeah. cool. Um, so normally you play guitar. Do you play any other instruments? I play guitar. I am a like definitely a guitarist first and foremost. I could play piano. I know. Ah, uh, I wouldn't say I could play piano. I know chords. I know music theory enough. Um, to like be able to like run a scale. Um, I do a lot of live looping on my channel, and I have it all done through my audio production workspace to where I have all violins, mm. uh, drums, all of the above. Like when I, when I say produce everything and engineer everything, I, I've been doing it. Like for me, I never had the money to pay someone else, like an actual violinist to come play with me. And like, I like, I want to pay professionals for like professional rates. Right. And I don't have that money. So I guess I just have to learn how to fake it in some capacity. And when I first started doing this around 2010, um, it did not sound good. And now it sounds pretty good. Like, it sounds pretty clean. It's like, I feel like you do it 10 years, it's probably going to sound okay. So, like, my live loops have become uh, everything. I have, a like, in my room, on my, I'm just looking around my little studio here, like, bass, banjo, guitar, electric guitar, and a MIDI keyboard setup. I have a snare that I loop. And then I have, like, full drums that I loop also underneath okay. it, right? And, like, just the, uh, I can make a full song out of nowhere and that's what my live streams are that's sometimes i play them only acoustic but for the most part like i'm a singer songwriter like acoustic guy but for me my favorite artists they have a lot more expansive sounds in there like Mm -hmm. bonnie is one of my favorite artists i don't know if you've ever listened to them um but like especially where his albums are now they're, they're just there's so many beautiful sounds and he does work with some like amazing other musicians too yeah, I do a lot of finger picking and okay. a lot of open tunings with like hammer-ons where like I'm like I'm not playing traditionally where I'm just like <laughs> I don't know how to explain like I'm just hitting the fretboard a bunch. That's right. what it looks like. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's really cool. And I I always like it when people do live looping. Uh you ever listen to Zoe Keating? Uh, uh probably not. Okay, she's a, a cellist. I I first heard about her on the oh, podcast awesome. uh Radio Lab. Um, and on one of those episodes, she actually like, you know, live looped a, a song with just the, the cello. Um, Very cool. Love that and she's stuff. on, I think, all, I mean, she, I don't know she's a professional musician, so she mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. find her music anywhere probably, but I always think for her. I don't, I don't know why I keep trying asking you if you've heard of things that I like. This, um, this is how people like, connect. It's how people connect. You know what I mean? Like you meet someone that you're like, oh, I, I enjoy this conversation. Oh, this, this yeah, is a you know similar this thing. thing. No, I love no, this thing. You don't know. It? Oh, okay, I don't cool. know that thing. That's... That's, that's the, it's not a problem with that conversation. Like we just have to keep searching, right? We keep searching, and then we'll find the diamond where we're we'll both like, yeah, thing. I do know that. That's yes. my favorite. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so you have all of those instruments in your studio so when you live loop them you're actually playing those instruments not just using samples from software or how, how do you yes. usually yeah, yeah, go yeah. about doing all that stuff well uh for any of the actual instruments that are not midi stuff uh i play them like set them in my lap play the bass play the guitar okay. for the violins drums i they're set to my keyboard right okay. so if i gotcha. play a c on there it plays a c and a violin right so yeah. i i do not play the violin what if you gave me a violin i would have no idea i'd be like okay. all right i know this thing is tuned weird and i could google it but it doesn't have frets and for anyone who doesn't play music guitars have frets so it's like pressing a key on a keyboard 
imagine there weren't those keys and you just had to put your finger on a slide. Who knows what note this is going to be? It's going to be bad <laughs> if you're if you're not good at it. Like for me, I can uh, I know uh, like keys and I know uh, like if I was going to play in the key of C, then I can set each sound to that uh, to that key and then play them accordingly and like find where they fit. Right. Piano, cello, all of the above. Gotcha. Yeah. Very cool. It's it's fun. I mean, yeah. it, it gets to that place where I, if you stream for four hours, which is still just insane to me in a music sense, because if I were to play a show, I would never play for four hours. Right. I'm not fish. I would play for an hour. I'd play 40 minutes. I'd play a couple of originals and they'd be like, get go away. But like when you live stream, you can play for as long as you want. So it, it gets to that place for me. I started looping almost specifically for this where I'm like, how many times can I have covered Skinny Love by Bonnie Vare in a stream? Like, I got to find something fresh and exciting. And, oh, you know what's always new, fresh, and exciting? Improving music on the spot from beats to like, singing, rapping. I've started freestyling all the time over the past year. It was not good a year ago or two years ago. And now, like, I could keep a beat. Like, it goes around. People are like, he flows, I think. So, like, I take those. The, it's It's more... Like what fun and exciting thing can I do on this stage, right? Like that's kind of how I how I view my personally how I how I view my stream. Gotcha. So yeah, are are you? You mentioned that you you release some of your pre-existing demos to your Twitch subscribers. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're playing music, are you just playing? Are you playing other? Uh, you know, basically doing covers. Are you doing? you know, songs for the Animal Crossing musical? Are you doing your original stuff? Or are you just kind of jamming out and all of the improving? Above. Okay. All of the above. A music stream for me looks like I have a bot that is a songless bot where if you do a command in my chat, um, like if you type exclamation point SL, then a bot triggers for a response. So where it gives you songless bot, comes up in my chat and says, hey there, Go click here if you want to see all of the songs that Sam knows. And then you can request from that website. You can, in exclamation point SR, you can request anything. So I have like a song list of like 10 songs that you can request off of every, like every Weezer song you've ever known. It's basically any song that I know at this point. Okay. And uh, on top of that, all of my originals. So usually I start stream, we talk a little bit, and then someone's like, hey, can you play that LCD sound system song? And I'm like, yes, I can. And then while they do that, someone's like, oh, I want to hear this today. So they get to request things off my list, uh, my originals. And then sometimes I'm just like, oh, that was a dope sound. And then I... I just start doing what I want a little. Like I'll just start like improving over it. Um, on top of that, one of the ways that I've tried to make money is like, like it, this is a this is free content. Like if you want to come to my stream and listen, you do not have to pay a single dollar to uh, to have a community to talk to to have a good time. But if you want me to learn a song I do not know, I will learn anything on the spot for twenty bucks. Like if you tip twenty dollars, I will I will sit there and I will learn that song and then I will play it for you. So like there's there's like differentiating levels of what a stream looks like it's more like it's very free flow where i'm like these are the options you pick your own adventure y'all that's yeah that's i feel like that's how most music streaming goes on twitch everyone has different levels of like well pay for requests or i do my own thing or i'm only playing originals tonight but for a for a, a a brief look at like music streams that's i think that that's more or less how it goes cool yeah 
So when you, how, how does, how do video games kind of incorporate to that? You get obviously we mentioned Animal Crossing Animal already, Crossing. right? Right. But right. is that just you're playing and talking about all the stuff? You're, I mean, you already mentioned you're, <laughs> uh, you know, creating episodes <laughs> over the, the game as it's playing. But yeah, uh, what kind of other games do you like to play? How does I guess just how does that work in your normal structure of streaming? Do you have dedicated so, game streams or? Yeah, yeah. For me, okay. I don't. I'm I'm a variety gamer first and foremost. I am very um, just ADD overall, and my interests are always very like, oh, a new game came out, I want to play that game so bad. Like when Last of Us comes out, like Last of Us oh, Two, yeah. Yeah. I will definitely drop everything to play that for a week. When Kingdom Hearts Three came out, I I was like, all right, guys, I'm not going to music stream for a week. We're just playing this. So <laughs> here we go. <laughs> if you don't like Kingdom Hearts, well, come back next week. <laughs> Like I, I definitely dedicate like uh, an actual uh, part of the stream to like playing a game, right? Um, a lot of the times it's been Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Um, I stream music. That is, those are my streaming music nights. And then kind of flex days, Tuesday, Thursday. Um, I announce in my Discord the like Discord's like a Skype app, right, where everyone can connect together and you can have your community in there. So I can tell everyone, hey, I'm gonna stream music tonight. This is my plan for the week. Um, kind of like setting the stage for the week going forward. And then on Sundays, I have been streaming and putting together a Dungeons and Dragons show for the past year and a half called Creative Casters with some of my best friends, other music streamers. And um, I don't I don't know if you've ever done any tabletop uh, gaming stuff, but it is just ridiculous live improv in a fantasy setting. That is what our game has turned into. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is, hey, do you want to punch that magistrate in the face because he stole your dollar sure you get to do that and my poor dungeon master has to deal with all of us that's got so we've we run that for about um i guess it's been like 62 episodes now we just did oh, wow. episode 62 nice. on sunday yeah and uh the the games themselves they kind of tend to be what i want to play at the time okay. and for me I love Nintendo. I absolutely love Nintendo. I grew up with the 64. It was like the first console I ever actually had. Hmm. And <clears throat> I love RPGs. I love... I kind of love everything. I Like, I've been playing Valorant, which is the new shooter from Riot Games. That game is dope. Um, I played a, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. I play a lot of Pokemon. In Pokemon, there's a version... There's a hardcore rule set you can set on the game. Okay. And it's called Nuzlocke. Basically, when you catch a Pokemon in the game, have you ever played Pokemon? You're a Pokemon person in, in any capacity? Not in the slightest. <clears throat> nope. Not in the slightest? No. Nope. Normally when you play the game, it's a fun children time. And, like, I love that <laughs> game. I can play it with normal rules all day long. But over the years, I like, fell in love with Dark Souls. And Resident Evil 4 is one of my favorite games ever. And, like, I love when games hurt me because they're so hard <laughs> and so i took my pokemon game and i applied this rule set where like if you catch a pokemon if it faints in the game you could just revive it right but in this rule set there's permadeath so if you <laughs> catch a pokemon and it faints it is dead and you have to release that from your uh your computer it has to be gone forever so your starter your pikachu <laughs> don't let it die and i've streamed that a bunch that's very fun for me with the chat because everybody's kind of sweating it like oh no because pokemon is a very very rng 
heavy sometimes with the battle system, right? Like somebody right. just gets a critical hit and they zero to death you. They're, you're just dead. And now normally it's like, oh, I lost this battle. But now it's like all my Pokemon are dead and I have to restart the game. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like to do things that like uh, that, that like are fun to me. You know what sure. I mean? Like like oh, and hopefully hopefully that translates for someone else watching. Right. I've had a bunch of people who come in for music. It's been kind of a, a weird thing to like take the music community and be like, okay, y'all, I want to game because there's a lot of people on Twitch who actually don't game that much. Um, not a lot, but like, especially in the music community, they're there for watching music. That's what they want to do. So I've, I, I feel like I've turned some people into gamers where they're like, I never really liked video games. And I'm like, okay, but just watch, play this with me. And they're like, okay, I can see the appeal now. Like, that's pretty funny. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're ridiculous. And I am just a ridiculous human being when a camera <laughs> Is on or off actually, and <laughs> I, I like to have fun. I really, really do. And if other people are having fun with me, then it it just accentuates that fun. So I try to make my Twitch channel like just an outlet for that. Honestly, sure, absolutely, in all capacities. Yeah, and I, I'm a huge proponent for making making something that you would enjoy because I I don't know if it's the key to success or not. But I think it's the key to enjoying what you do uh, yes. to a large degree. Fulfillment. That it, yeah. Uh, if you're just making something because you think other people will like it or because it's popular, uh, you're going to get burnt out really right. quickly. Right. Uh, so that is, that's why these podcasts are, I mean, we're at like 40 minutes now. Um, yeah. yeah. Because I love conversations. Yeah. Like conversations this. like this is, are, are fun. And I, I've talked to people on the, the podcast before. Um, that they're in like interview mode and it's like, nope, no, no, we're, we're just talking. Huh, we're the chilling. game will come out, but yeah, we're just yeah. talking. It's, <laughs> um, that. because that is, yeah. Talking's fun. Um, agreed. I feel like when I, I don't even remember what question I originally asked that got us onto to, to that tangent. So I'm not even going to try to follow it up. I should have written a note of like, this is what you need to, to respond with, but it's, it's it's all gone now. Um, it happens. Yeah. Oh, it does. Freeform. You know. Absolutely. It's like jazz. I'm a live streamer. Uh, yeah. Is... I'm a live streamer. Like, are you kidding? The amount of times someone says something in chat that I'm in the middle of a song and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna respond to that, and then literally a day later I'm like, ah, I never responded to that. <laughs> That's the see. It's it's worse when I'm editing the podcast afterwards oh, and man. I set up something or somebody else sets up something. And then it oh, never gets followed through. It's like, perfect, oh, yeah. well, here oh. we go. We're teasing everyone. This, if you yes. want more, <laughs> yes. listen to more podcasts. Come ask me live on stream someday. <laughs> it know? might get Vice answered versa. days it later. It could be, but or you know. it could not be answered. That's the fun. You got to sure. keep listening to the podcast. You got to come check the live stream <laughs> if you want those answers. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um. You you mentioned Pokemon, Animal Crossing, uh, Valorant. What is what is your favorite game of 2020 so far? Uh, honestly, Animal Crossing. Okay. I didn't think I really didn't think it would be that either. Um, like I love I love Animal Crossing, but it's it's one of those games that's like I've especially on the one that came out on the 3DS. Me and my sister ran around a bunch, and like it was a way for us to connect and um, just like catch some beetles and talk about life. <laughs> like, but like what Animal Crossing has become. These days for me with my little guy, his name is Tucker and the sunfish God. Some, so with the community, uh, because there is an online component to it, uh, up to seven people, I think, can come to your island. 
So I built a studio because you can have instruments in there. They don't do more than like me, 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 me. But I built like a studio room where me and these seven other people, like just people from my stream and friends, like, and we like, quote unquote, played music one night. <laughs> I brought my guitar out. And uh, the key that they were all, the good thing is in the game, like they're all set to like the same musical structure. Okay. Like if a cello is playing and a guitar is playing in the game, they're in the same zone. They're in the yeah. same key, right? So I just found the key, played chords over it, and then had them all jam with me. It's like one of my favorite clips. And like they were actually playing. Like it, it actually sounds pretty good. Like I was like, this is wild. This is actually wild. And like Animal Crossing is such a fun little sandbox thing. I will say that most. Animal Crossing streamers and players and people that come in, they're like, Sam, what have you done to your island? And I'm like, <laughs> welcome to my world. Because <laughs> it is. They're like, I'm like, oh, wait, have you not met Mr. Sunfish? Oh, here we go. It's time to meet him. <laughs> and down the rabbit hole we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The uh, thing is, they can send you presents. So they keep sending me all the weird stuff that they find. And like one day someone was like, I sent you a tub and it's just this bathtub with steaming water in it. And I was like, why is this a thing? <laughs> all right. So I built a cliff and I put it on the cliff. I put a bunch of uh, bonfires around it. I wrote purify <laughs> on the ground with an arrow pointing upward. And then uh, I found like this spinning wheel that has a death face on it for so like a skull on it. And I put it out and I was like, okay, who wants to be purified? And, like, it, like any ridiculous thing that you think of, just like in Minecraft or VR chat, like I love sandbox games like that. Like uh, Animal Crisis is definitely so far my game of the year. If, um, in you know, it doesn't need to pick like blow up or anything, but like uh, just the fact that I've already written a song, I'm super excited about. Like my, I I I love Disney movies, like especially mm -hmm. their music. Mm -hmm. I will always fight Frozen for Frozen. Like people are like I hate Frozen. I'm like, nah, you're crazy. Frozen's great. The music's amazing. <laughs> love is an open door forever. There's a not to go on off on another tangent, but my there is <clears throat> there are people. I don't know if you know this, but there's a tangent of humanity. I will say that has to fight on t on Frozen versus the movie Tangled on which is better. And if I, you're not a part of that. this fight, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm completely out of that you're fight. Privy to it. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, yeah. The I'm people yeah. listening to this who know what I'm talking about. I want all of you to know, Tangled is the worst movie. Okay, <laughs> Frozen is emphatically better. All right, Magic Haircut is not good writing. All right, Frozen's better. Power of Love. Let's go, sisters. If you disagree, you can come tell me in my Twitch chat. I'm sure you will. So is, is it just because you can only have, like, one CGI blonde Disney princess? Only one! Is that, is that what it is? Only one! <laughs> <laughs> I, well, legitimately, uh, the, some of the people I've had very, very, like, in-depth discussions with. And we, if someone says this in my chat, it just sets it off for an hour. <laughs> like, for an hour, because... It's just like me being like, no, you're wrong. And they're like, yeah, but this song's better than this one. There are some objective things that you can try and like like outline on why Frozen is better or why Tangled is better. And I, I mean, it probably just comes down to like what you like more, right? It's, I, don't, I don't know if it really matters, but it's fun. I like that like back and forth, uh, especially with, with people, right? Like I enjoy conversations like that. Um, for me, I just wanted to take that love for... For musical theater, for like Disney songs, like I always grew up watching Disney, Aladdin, The Lion King, Mulan, right? Like as a musician, there's like a little part of me that's like, if what if I wrote Mulan? What would my Mulan sound like? 
And also, I love the movie Hereditary. So, like, can I make a musical Hereditary in Animal Crossing? Here we go! Uh, only one way to find out. Yeah, yeah, you just you just go do. <laughs> uh, nice. Okay. All right. Yeah. What other games have come out this year? Um, I already forgot. Yeah, no, that that ha- I have to make lists at the beginning of the year of ones I'm yeah. excited about, uh, and then I try to update it pretty regularly uh, with the ones that I actually end up playing. There's some uh, big otherwise ones. Otherwise, I just I I completely lose track of of everything, right. and right. I I always like weird uh, games that it doesn't seem like anybody else cares for. So I understand uh, that it's, it's cool. Uh, um, I'm like looking at a game list now of like things that are coming out this year, and I'm like, oh, I want that, I want that, I want that, I want that. So what is uh, I guess what is your besides The Last of Us because you've already mentioned that. Uh, yeah, that what was is your amazing. other like most anticipated game for uh, the- 2020. Um, Cyberpunk looks phenomenal if that comes out this year. Okay. Um, uh, what what else is even? Co- Honestly, I'm looking at a list and I'm like, I want to play all of these. Yeah. If Silk Song comes out this year, mm, yeah, that is my mo- hands down my most anticipated game. Okay, I played Hollow Knight late. I played it like a Christmas or two ago, and I did not stream it. Um, I was just I was back home visiting my family. And then, like, my my uh, brother-in-law was like, hey, I got you this game for eight bucks. Merry Christmas. You're going to love it. <laughs> and I was like, wow, what is this? And I started playing. I was like, oh, this is my favorite thing of all time. I, I love this game. This game is, is phenomenal. It is pretty good. It is yeah. pretty good. <clears throat> I um, I made it to the Soul Master uh, and could not uh, meddle my way through and, and gave up there. And it I was like, well, uh, I guess I guess I'm not saving um, Hollow Nest. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I was uh, I, oof. I I'm one of those. I'm so stubborn. Like like with fights like that. Um, with I I've stumbled on uh, uh an optional boss that kicked my butt for like three hours that you don't even need to beat to beat the game. And I was like, I don't care. I'm gonna beat this. <laughs> like that's how I feel with Sekiro. That's how I feel mm. with. Like every Dark Souls type game, that is one of my favorite things. Like, yeah. you make me make me take a get, uh, make me take a day to beat this. Because if you don't, I probably don't respect you. <laughs> I'll be it <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, my my problem is anytime a game has a super difficult part that doesn't allow you to basically like respawn right there at right, the super right. difficult that's part. That's, that's where that's where I lose momentum. Um, so if I can't just like continually throw myself against the wall to smash it down, uh, Mm -hmm. if I have to, you know, get that running start that, you know, I could trip along the way and die and then have to start over again. That's, I I just, I, I can't do it. It just, it kills me. Did you, did you play Sekiro at all? I did. Uh, also not, didn't get super far into it. I got to the, I I like it. I really, and and I I really admire, uh, Hollow Knight. I think it is a really cool game. And from what I played it, I really enjoyed it. I just kind of wish it didn't have that, you know, classic curve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Sekiro, uh, because of the verticality and the emphasis on stealth, which I mm-hmm. really like stealth games, and I will sit and wait and watch characters, you know, walk me. around for like way too long <laughs> yeah. to get the the jump I have on the them. Opposite. <laughs> uh, so because of that, like I felt really powerful until I got to. Boss. I, I don't remember which boss it was because I'm terrible with names of, of games like that. 
Um, but it's the guy that, like, he comes in on a, a big horse, and he's like, I am so-and-so, yep, and then he, you die instantly. Yep, um, yep. That's, I love that guy. That's where I got to, and I was like, well, um, peace, I'm out. <laughs> Dude, the, the, when I, I was playing that game, and I was sick, and I, that's why I, like, started playing it off stream. I was like, I had, like, a really bad, like, the flu or cold or something, and I was just, like, huddled in a, co a, a cover, and then he just comes in screaming, yeah. I am General Giobo Oniwa! And I was like, oh my <laughs> gosh, this guy's amazing! And then he kicked my butt so many times. Yes. I understand. It took me like a half a day to fight a lady <sighs> called Madam Butterfly. And there's her, like, yep. yeah, Madam Butterfly, that's like the point in the game where it's like, hey, do you parry? Is it a no? Well, you're literally not going to win unless you do. Yeah. I'm also really stubborn when it comes to games like that. Uh, I started streaming it about halfway through, and I don't even have a clip of it anymore. I, 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 lost, I lost the like playthrough of it, which is so sad to me because I spent four hours on stream trying to beat one boss. Wow. And everyone in the chat was like, you know, if you just use this item, it's a lot easier. And I'm like, do you understand how stubborn I am? The fact that you just told me that means I will not use that item because I didn't find that out for myself. I have yeah. to beat this thing the way that I want to. Right. Oh, man. And I, I think that's kind of uh, why a lot of people that are that were big fans of previous From Software games had issues with Sekiro because they wanted to play it the way they wanted to play it and it's like no you need to play this game this way uh, right. and they didn't I see want that because uh, I, I know a lot of people that love other from games and did not love that game yeah uh, it's it is a really thick game I'm yeah. I, I, what I'm so excited for Elden Ring I don't know about you mm -hmm. but I uh, book wise um, all George R. R. Martin's books are some of my favorite. The his third book in Game of Thrones in A Song of Ice and Fire is my favorite book of all time, Storm of Swords, hands down. So like hearing that he has anything to do with a Dark Souls open world game, I'm like, yeah, that's everything I've ever needed in my life. <laughs> It'll be interesting uh, what what his involvement actually looks like. I remember yeah. back in was it 2012 the uh, the game. Um, kingdoms of amalur uh reckoning right. came out and like leading up to it it was like oh yeah this story's being written by ra salvatore da 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 da, da. ra salvatore ra salvatore right. here right. and this and there and then when the game finally launched come to find out that it was actually only the history of the world that right. had been written right. by ra salvatore none of the dialogue or any of the right. like current events and you could tell that like the history was interesting but right. nothing that happened in that game was remotely yeah. interesting. I didn't – I never actually played that. I did uh, remember reading that, and I feel like the same thing is they've, – they've been pretty upfront with George's involvement of um, – George, like I know him, Martin's involvement <laughs> of, of – Me and George, I, we'll go way back. I've been talking I like to call about him George R. 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 Martin for – yeah, for so <laughs> long that at this point I'm like, you know, George. And people are like, Sam, you don't – you don't know him. Like, I know, but, like, I feel like I do. We've been t I've talked about him for years. So uh, Martin's involvement uh, is kind of the same thing, but, like, his history is so rich. And I love Miyazaki, the 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 director, the writer, the, I don't know, the, the game, the developer. the Like, he makes Dark Souls. Like, that, that's his series, right? This is his yeah. next game. Yeah. Um, I love what he does with, with how games play out, so I can only imagine – just in my perfect world, what he does with a Martin setup. And I'm like, oh, yes, give me this game. Oh, I'm so excited. Sure.
Absolutely. <clears throat> but that that's kind of that's a game. Not all games, though. I don't necessarily want to play all games on stream, right? But like that's one that I I cannot wait to play. Mm. Um, I just realized. I don't know if you ever. Play, I don't know if you're a, a Japanese RPG fan at all. But one of my favorite game favorite games of all time is Xenoblade Chronicles. Came out for the Wii, and a remake remaster of it um, is coming out in a couple of weeks on the Switch, and I cannot wait. I love that game. Nice. It's okay. like. 70 hours long as such an anime story i love anime and like i cannot wait to play that game again i really don't do remasters a lot of the time because i want to play things i haven't already played yeah but that is one of the few that's like yeah yeah no i'm playing that <laughs> oh yeah nice well yeah I, I remember when that got announced it's like good now people can actually play it because it's not on yeah. the wii u because yeah, yeah. Had that. now we don't have to <laughs> mod our wii's to i don't it didn't even come out on the wii u it can't it, they remade it for the 3ds pro i thought they did, thought they did it for the wii u or was it the um was that was it the sequel the two. that came out yeah, okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah loose well xenoblade chronicles x and the xenoblade chronicles 2 did come out on the switch okay and That's and now they're they're remaking the original and like I'm I'm so down I'm so in <clears throat> yeah so you don't uh, have to buy a 3ds plus or whatever they were called no, a new 3ds new I think 3DS. that's what it was yeah yeah to, to not run that game well oh <laughs> uh, yeah Nintendo's weird man they're just uh, there's there's oh, no yeah. way around it they're just they're weird. <laughs> they, they do a lot of awesome things and they do a lot of weird things I'm not a particular uh, fan of like how their online is run overall, yeah. like especially as a Smash Brothers fan, you know, come on, it's 2020, y'all. Can we just get rollback netcode for all fighting games? You know what I'm saying? Who knows what I'm talking about? Yeah. Fighting um, games, oddly enough, seem to have some of the biggest issues with with online yeah. play, though. I, I don't yeah. know why that is. You would think two characters on, especially a, a 2D fighter, two characters on one plane, like that's sure. it. Like that should be pretty simple, right? No. You know, no. <laughs> it, I mean, it makes sense depending on the game for like, I'm not a developer, so I'm sure, about to just sure. pull this all out of nowhere. Like, I don't, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Let's be real. But like, with if a Street Fighter game, okay, I know somewhat I'm talking about. If a Street Fighter game has a one frame connect or a two frame window for you to keep a combo going, right? Like, if you, if there's lag and you miss the input that you're used to doing with no lag, then it makes sense. But I right. feel like... We should be able to deal with that in our modern age. And I'm pretty sure it's called rollback netcode. Like I was reading an article about um, games that have fighting games that have phenomenal uh, uh, netcode. Like they have amazing online and they all use this. Um, I was about to say technique. See, this is where we get into like, the, I don't know what it's actually called. Like, I don't know. I don't know how developers talk about it. I am not a developer. I just read a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I hadn't heard about that. Mm -hmm. uh, very interesting. I will probably mm -hmm. read something about that later. I uh, don't yeah. need to do that now. That'd make for a very boring podcast. Yeah. Let but, us all let's... read the rollback netcode. <laughs> How exciting is this? Right. Uh, so we'll we'll just go ahead and move on then to my sure. favorite part of the show, which is called the end game. Um, and uh, enter status. Come back. Yeah, well, so I've been calling it this for almost ten years. So yeah. I had it first, you know, just, just, just saying. Um, hundred <laughs> percent. No one ever called in. You were the one person that said in game first, and right. I believe yeah, you. Exactly. That's, all, that's, exactly. that's the timeline I want to exist in. 
Yeah, that's. I mean, it's one of the timelines that they went to in in game that yeah, this happened. Your timeline. Yes, they found timeline. your podcast. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, and it's hugely popular in that timeline. <laughs> what um, a great world! That's, yeah, it is. It is. You just have to merge them a little. It's all good. We'll yeah, figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so uh, the first question is pretty simple, and I decided to change it for this episode. Normally, it's who's sure. your favorite video game character. And mm-hmm. you know what? I, I feel like video game or video game favorite is kind of a weird word, and some people have difficulty with it. So oh, be a favorite right, right so, now. Okay. Well, who's your favorite then? Okay, my favorite. This is such a niche. Ready for this? Yeah. My favorite video game character of all time is specifically Mango's Falco and the way he plays Falco in Smash Brothers Melee. Okay. <laughs> like there okay. is there is no other answer. It is my favorite thing to watch ever. Uh, Mango Nation knows what I'm talking about. Uh, he has the slickest Falco, and it is so nasty. Uh, number okay. two is PPMD's Marth. Please come back. Okay. <laughs> right. Does that count how someone plays a fighting game, but the character and the way that they play it? Like, I, you know, nobody has ever answered that way, but we're going to say, yeah, that counts. Yeah, but we're yeah. also changing the question now, so it Perfect. also doesn't count. Uh, um, awesome. So... Free. If you, you could, get that for free. <laughs> if you could go out drinking with one video game character, who would it be? Um, if I were to hang out with a video game character, oh boy, oh no, oh, there's so many answers. I feel okay. I know I'm wrapping this back around to myself, but honestly, if I could hang out with my Animal Crossing dude <laughs> in, <laughs> on his island <laughs> right now, I would be. I would be the innocent bystander in a Rick and Morty episode all day. But, like, like if me and Tucker, if I could hang out with the sunfish, if the sunfish was real, if the moon, who is one of the gods of the island who controls time, obviously, if the moon could talk to me and tell me about the different timelines, I would love to visit specifically my Animal Crossing island that I have created right now. Other than that, me and Frog could be bros. Let's go Chrono Trick, like, all day. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so if you could replay any video game again for the first time and get that, like, first-time play experience again, what would it be? Oof. If I was fifth, sixth grade when I got Pokemon, but I could play one of the new ones. Honestly, any Pokemon game for the first time, but never played a Pokemon game before. Mm. Like the easy one is red and blue, honestly. Like there's just nothing like I was a, like that game just took over for how exciting it was. You're a 10-year-old in the game. You're a 10-year-old in real life and you're going on this adventure with your pets who are your best friends and it's the power of friendship and they're growing and they become these amazing monsters that are Charizard and you're like, "What is this thing? I had you when you were a child and you're learning the concepts whether you know it or not of of life, death and everything else and you're just like beating these adults who are supposedly like the elite four of the planet and you're this 10-year-old who just won it is like yeah i was fighting all these other adults and now i'm fighting you and i win <laughs> like i think i think pokemon honestly that that is a very interesting question like i i really love that question there's so many oh man there's so many six mario 64 mm. like i i 120 starred that game like i 100 percented it as like a 10 year old a 12 year old 
because I just couldn't stop playing. Mar- uh, Mario Kart. I mean, we're getting into the nostalgia <laughs> bin at this yeah. point, but like Mario Kart 64, me and my, uh, me and my, I have uh, three siblings, and we would sit around in battle mode on the block fort, and each one of us would take one of the block forts, uh, like blue, yellow, all all the colors, and then we would build it out like bananas and and mystery boxes everywhere, and then like set up like shells and have them we had and then like okay go and we would all have to attack each other on our forts <laughs> and like all of those experiences getting to experience those new and fresh i'm sure would be phenomenal yeah nice okay good stuff all right so sort of flipping the the coin on its head um what is a blind spot in video games that you have like a series or franchise that you haven't played and you either really want to or feel like you should have played those as part of your repertoire. Grand Theft Auto. Okay. Any any Rockstar? Rocksteady? Rockstar. Rockstar. Rockstar, yeah. Any Star Rocksteady. Is, is Grand Theft Auto. Steady is Steady's Batman. Batman. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Rockstar games just in general. They've never really been my thing. Mm. I I was I grew up very Christian and I was not allowed to play Grand Theft Auto. And then at some point I just Same missed them. You know? Yeah. Yep. So like I just what like when I when I'm alone in college, I play Resident Evil Four instead, and I just never really got into Grand Theft Auto. I played a little five. Um, the oddly enough, the one that came out on the DS or the 3DS, the top Chinatown? down Chinatown, yeah, or Chinatown yeah, yeah. Wars I played a lot or of that like one. That? Yeah. yeah, that was. A I remember dope hearing game. it was very good. Yeah, me too. And I had my idea. I played nice. tons of games like that. So yeah, I think that that's probably my biggest blind spot. Um. A blind spot, it feels like, is the Halo series because mm. I feel like I should be adequate at it. And I've played a lot of it, and I'm terrible at it. I'm so bad at Halo. <laughs> Every time I play, I'm like, this is – I'm at, very adequate at, like, Warzone, Call of Duty. But, mm. like, Halo's, Halo-type shooters, that is not my thing. I am not good at it. That is uh, – I'm the exact opposite. I've The only <laughs> shooter I've ever – like, for a long period of time – Yeah. Uh, like I'll play one shooter here and there, but the only one that's kind of like been sort of consistent, I guess, except for the past couple of years, cause Halo four and five are trash. Um, right. but you know, Halo. Halo was, was like in my blood for a long time. And like, I try to play call of duty like these days and I'm just like, mm. this doesn't make sense. I don't know what yeah. I'm doing. Where I, oh, I died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm dead. Yeah. yeah. I'm so the opposite. Yeah. I played so much modern warfare. The very first one in college when it came out that like, I. I, I understand Call of Duty shooters. I do not understand Halo. Because <laughs> I, I run in, I'm like, I can hit him once and he's dead, right? I can knife him. And it's like, no, dude, you <laughs> play the uh, game. See, I'm like, I don't know how. See, see for me, it's uh, especially with the, the early Halo games, it's the fact that while, yeah, most enemies, it's not like a one-shot hill, kill for them, there is always a strategy, though, whether it's right. you know sure. using the plasma rifle to knock down the mm-hmm. shields and then you can get a headshot one kill. Uh, or mm-hmm. one shot, one kill on an elite, or you know, getting behind a hunter and shooting him in the back, and all that kind of stuff. Like there was, there was always like a way to go about it, and that's honestly that's a big part of why I think Halo Four. Uh, I haven't even played Halo Five, but why Halo Four is terrible is because the Prometheans, Prometheus, mm-hmm. Prothean, no Protheans is Mass Effect, Prometheans, I guess. Uh, I always think of um, the Ridley Scott movie when I say that, though. But anyway, Prometheus, yeah. Um, the Prometheans are just like bullet sponges and like there's no strategy for killing them except emptying your clip into them and that is mm. not fun at least 
like as maybe probably why I did not. I mean, I think yeah. I've played the main story of all of them, but they've all felt the same. Where I'm just like, I don't know. I bullet sponge things. <laughs> I don't really, I don't really think that much when I play Halo. Halo's one of those where I press the the go button. You know, I press, <laughs> press W, <laughs> press W always, and just shoot things. And I'm like, ah, uh, it didn't work. I don't know why. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's okay. That's okay. All right. Uh, so moving on. What is a good trend in video games? Um, or actually, we're gonna switch this around, not from video games, but to to streaming and, and Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not necessarily just Twitch because there are other streaming platforms out there. But what is a good trend in streaming that you would like to see more of? I think that this this uh, this spotlight that is currently happening on on the arts and how that blends with a streaming platform is a great trend that I hope sticks around, and I hope that. From labels from top down, like people looking for new artists, all of the above. I mean, they've they've not taken over, but they they've combed through YouTube. Like I think they understand that YouTube is a space where they can find new budding artists, right? Well, what about those people playing live in their bedroom right now, actually performing uh, in a live setting? How do how do they deal with hecklers, right? Because trolls are in chat, all of the above, and like this space specific. Uh, there are other. Uh, music streaming platforms there are other um, like live platforms like mixer and so i know that some uh, uh some music streamers have gone over to mixer all of the above and like the fact that twitch has a music um section not just like the game but literally on the top of the browser now it's just esports and music like that that is so exciting to me and that trend i i just don't see it going away and i don't see it getting smaller i think that hopefully it uh more money comes into it, honestly. Like, I want people to live professional lives with professional rates and, and be discovered for their talent. And, like, um, I, and I, hopefully that this kind of leads to that. I, I have great hopes. Nice. Well, yeah. if there was one thing you could change about it, though, what would it be? Um, it's so new. I don't really have necessarily a thing that's like, oh, I, I really want to change this about, like, music streaming on, on platforms. Um, I wish that, you know, honestly, <laughs> this is such a cop-out. I wish more people knew about it. I, if I could walk outside <laughs> and be like, I music stream on the internet, and someone doesn't go, what? <laughs> you know, like, like I, I wish, I literally wish that more people just knew about it, honestly, yeah. overall. I, I, I it, it I do think that that's the thing that is the most exciting about it, right? Like this is this is a really scary time, and um, the the it offers like a place of comfort. Like you can find a community, you can build one yourself on a live streaming platform of right. friends of people. Like I have people in my uh, that I have met on Twitch who are my family. Uh, Megan and Raquel, who I talked about earlier, like they're two of my best friends now, and I met them through music streaming. There are other music streamers, and they're both killing it, and like. Uh, seeing communities come together and just everything like I, it excites me so much. I wish more people knew about it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, I, I run into a similar thing with just, you know, podcasting and mm-hmm. people not knowing what that is. It's like, it's yeah. the internet or it's the, the radio on the internet. You know, you yeah. haven't heard yeah. of this. I read, um, there was a show that came out a few years ago. It was called Alex Inc. It had Zach Braff in it. And mm-hmm. he was on a 
like a, a normal FM radio show uh, host doing, you know, stories and stuff like that. And he got tired of like the depressing news that he always talked about. So he wanted to do something more uplifting and he started his own podcast. And it was hilarious watching this show made by assumingly like, you know, 40, 50, 60 year old people or something like right. that trying to understand the internet and podcasts <laughs> and the way that they explain things. And it's just like, you, you, this is what other people think when I try to tell them that, yep. that I yep, absolutely talk to people on the internet and record it and then release it for other people to hear. Uh, <laughs> so. There's a, there's a lot of positive, you know, I'm thinking more about that and like, like I, I overhear conversations all the time with people, even if they do know what Twitch is, someone's trying to explain them and they're like, I would never watch that. I would never do that. I would never any of the above. And like, I wish like there's so many times where I'm, I don't want to just interject in a restaurant. Like, actually, if you <laughs> just, trust me, if you just come, you may find something you enjoy. Like, like there's just so there are there are a lot of spots of positivity on on streaming platforms that you may have to dig to find them, maybe. But like I have like that's I can name so many streams that you should go watch right now if you want a uh, not even a family friendly, but just like a, a good uh, community, right? Like, like from Nega Oryx, who's like one of my best friends, to Raquel, like just like like all of the above. Like, they, there's so many wonderful places on the internet, and like it gets a bad rap for sure, for very specific reasons that <laughs> I'm I'm not saying it doesn't deserve it. For there are with that bad, there is a lot of good. Like, yeah. and um, I kind of wish more people knew about it. Sure, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, you have done a lot of different things over the course of the past, you know, just 10 years even. But if you could try yeah. any profession at all, what would you like to give a shot? Oh, lawyer. lawyer. I think I'd make okay. an incredible lawyer. <laughs> I, in another world, in another timeline where I just don't want to make my art all the time and and die by that dream, I think I would have had a lot of fun dissecting uh, just the logistics and laws of I'm uh, any lawyer listening to this would be like that is not what we do. <laughs> I, would be like, I don't know. Well, I love like if, all right. If you want to talk about um like the I don't know like yeah, there's so I love the idea of being a lawyer. I really really do. Getting to the minutia of uh like when I read about like I don't know when I when I go to vote I I want to know every single thing about a about a bill kind of thing right. like. Uh, that's like the easiest. All right, maybe I shouldn't be a lawyer, <laughs> but that's the one that comes to my head. I feel like I feel like I have a mind for it. And I, I I would have enjoyed that. Okay. As as strange as that is, yeah, that works. Um, that's that's good. I like it. What about you? Uh, oh me? Oh god, no. This isn't no. Nah. Yeah, we you like that? Yeah, no, we turn don't it around. Uh -uh. Yeah, we don't do that. This that's is my podcast. Uh, <laughs> what about you? I got you earlier on. A what about you? What about you? What about you? Uh, that one. That's because people have asked me that one plenty of times. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I've gotten used to answering it. Um, no, I think I, I we did a a series of meet dark station stuff at some mm -hmm. point in the past, and I probably answered that at some point. Um, but probably just a, a writer, uh, you know, fiction writer mm -hmm. of some sort, I get that. whether video games or novels or short stories, or I have, I have no idea. That's that's what I went to college for, um, right? And uh, I do enjoy it, but it's one of those things where when nobody's telling you to do it, it's really hard yeah. to have the motivation. I understand. Uh, so, yeah. That's – I released a book in 2014, um, a young adult fantasy book. I understand. Like I'm 
Uh, it's one of the few things that I'm like, no matter what, I'm going to try and write today, you know, a word mm -hmm. or a thousand. Yeah. I'm really not sure. And the motivation is the the worst part. Like it, it's one of the hardest, the hardest stepping stones, to, like get to that place ever. I totally get that. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So final question. Uh, you get to sit down with Frog and Tucker and you get to ask Ooh. them both one question. What's your question and what is their response? Um, I would look Tucker in the eyes, my sweet little, um, uh, Animal Crossing main character. And I would say, Hey man, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> and he would say, Oh, I'm fine. I love being in this house with a fish and a moon doing their bidding. And I'd be like, you're not okay. Go on, dude. We gotta get you out of here. You just, you're not, you're not good. I made you. I know you're not good. <laughs> Frog, I, I feel like, oh man, <clears throat> I, can, can you do a? It was an X slash cross slash whatever the. Can you do a? Can you can you can you do your famous move that you do with Chrono? Can you do that with me? And he'd probably be like, No, <laughs> you don't know how to use a sword. <laughs> and I'd be like, Yeah, you're right. What's a Harbin trying? Let's try it. I probably lose an arm, but like, totally worth it. <laughs> Uh, it's like anybody from the past 30 years be like, oh yeah, I want to try to use a lightsaber and I don't exactly. have any limbs anymore. Whoops. Exactly. There is no feasible force flowing through our universe. <laughs> if that technology started to exist, oh, I would chop off so many things on accident. <laughs> yep. Carterizing good, left and I was, right. I was going to say, good news is it carterizes it. So yeah, you, you right. out. Uh, but uh, yeah, okay, that does it. Congratulations, you Sweet. you made it to the end. You survived. Na, 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 uh, na, 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 na. We did it. Yep, it's very Killed true. It. It's very true. Good job. Well, Sam, thanks so much for sitting down with me and chatting about. I don't even know what all we talked about. We talked about a lot Everything. of things. Yes. Um, if people want to hear you talk about more of a lot of stuff. Where Specifically can they find Frozen you? versus Tangled. Right. And only. <laughs> um, and the inner thoughts of Tucker, yeah. the, uh, yeah. the oh, Animal Crossing guy. character. Poor little guy. Uh, where can they go to find you? Just my name on Google should put you anywhere, right? Samuel Tucker Young. I use that for all platforms. Sam Tucker Young on Twitter. Twitch.tv slash Samuel Tucker Young is my go-to. Like, that's my first and foremost that's the that's the platform that I use the most. And if you're interested in finding any of my music, you can find it all through there. But you can also check me out on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, any place that you digest music. You can probably find Samuel Tucker Young on there. So, uh, j yeah, just start Googling and uh, come say hi on Twitch sometime. If you haven't made an account yet, it's worth it. And tell me if you do that you came from this podcast because that's super exciting to me. Like that I would love be exciting. Yes. Yeah, I love when everybody involved. Are like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I that's I love that. The amount of times someone's like, "Oh, I I saw you when you were playing outside the merch booth at TwitchCon," and I'm like, "Oh, we know each other now. We've never said hi, but like that connection is fascinating to me. It's a beautiful thing." So yeah, Twitch.tv/SamuelTuckerYoung. Um, come say hi sometime. You may find something that you love. Absolutely. Well, thanks again for for of sitting course, down with thanks me for having and me. chatting. Absolutely. Uh, best of luck as you continue you. Uh, doing all the stuff that you're doing, and good luck, especially with that Animal Crossing musical. Oh boy, uh, I, a new I, horizon. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm interested to see what happens there. <laughs> ah. So uh, yeah, uh, for anybody that wants to find out more about uh, the Darkcast, then you can go on to darkstation.com. 
And our podcast is there. You can also find the original Darkcast and all that kind of good stuff. We're on Twitter, and there's links for all that stuff in the show notes. I won't bore you with it here. So, uh, yeah, thanks again. And, uh, yeah, until next time, everybody have a good one. Have a good one.